0: This is Steve Loom, and you're
1: watching Moana Nui Podcast. We'll be starting soon. Don't go anywhere.
0: I'm Veronica Taylor, and from myself and Ash Ketchum, I just want to say, Moana Nui, I choose you!
2: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Moana Nui podcast. Uh, We're so glad to have you join us, and we're so happy to have this segment to kick off once again with us. Um, Y'all may have to excuse some technical difficulties we may be um, occurring today, but we're going to make it work out. Uh, For those that are joining us for the first time, uh, let us introduce ourselves I am Dana. I am the other half of the Moana Nui podcast. I am a photographer, voice actor, uh, event planner, and a whole bunch more. And then, of course, this lovely lady to my right, uh, the yin to My Yang, the Renaissance woman of our time, the one woman who is, um, has a buddy situation with the Kang because he's given her 12 extra hours to the day to do all the stuff that she does. My c- co-host, the other half, uh, the founder of the sh- show, Moana.
3: Hey, everybody. Aloha my kako. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's good to be back with my sis, Dana. It's, it's been a minute since we've been on one together. We've been a little busy, but um, still trying to keep things moving and keep some good content on the show for you all. So excited to be back here! We are also excited to have our sis Rain back. Um, it's I think we've all had some, you know, life challenges and things that we've been trying to trying to overcome. But we're glad to be here tonight. <laughs> um, I'm excited about the topic. We're going to be talking about healthy relationships of all mm-hmm. kinds, not just the love kind, the the you know romantic kind. Lots of relationships. Um, and excited to have everybody here in our new home on the Agents of Geekdom. So if you're watching, uh, be sure to like, share, subscribe, um, and help us um, bring more people to our content because we've got some great stuff. So excited to start tonight's show. And uh, yeah, feel free to engage in the comments too, guys. Like, you know, we love that. Ask your questions. Uh, R- Shay is always like very good about um, fielding our questions. So Mm -hmm. Uh, I guess
2: let's get started, ladies. Uh, Yes, definitely. So, of course, Shay, we have to start it off because there's so many, everybody has their own uh, concept of what a healthy relationship is. Can you give us from a therapist, the clinical aspect of what a healthy relationship is?
1: No. No because it's also so important <laughs> to um, recognize that relationships of all kind have to be able to work for the people that are in them and so what my of a healthy relationship for me might be won't necessarily work for, or for you or for them or for whoever um, but the base Basic evidence of a healthy relationship it is um, a relationship where people can feel heard, appreciated, and level of love they require. The the basic parts that you're looking for when you're saying. Uh, a health Kind of really Talking about What we wanted to talk this week I Started out Thinking um, Functional relationships mm-hmm. And To divine So So I wanted to go with the Healthy part Because um, Mental health being the thing, um, your health relationship is going to start with you. <laughs> Our favorite J.D. is in the I, comments. I promise you, I'm, I'm really not on the public one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, J.D., you missed what we said earlier. There are some connectivity issues
2: going on. <laughs> so, of course, yeah, it is a little ch- uh, choppy, but yeah, we, both Moana and... And Shay, unfortunately, they must be in the areas that have that uh that weather front coming through and is affecting their Wi-Fi, but we're going to make yes. it work. <laughs> so of course, uh it is Moana to put put into the, And I want to put in the comments of like what is important to you in a relationship and for people to sound off on that. Um, and I know everybody has their different Things, so kind of get it going like for myself, whether it's friendship, dating relationship, family, um, or um, my biggest part is that level of trust um, that I have to have a level of trust with you uh, and communication because you, I, I always like to say that. Uh, choosing to opt out of telling me something so I can things can move in your favor is not communication <laughs> for me uh be you know be upfront. let me know it may hurt it may look ugly it may all that but it's my decision how to operate in that relationship and then of course like you said each party having a chance to be heard um, kind of aspects so I think those like the three foundations for myself for uh, for a relationship of any type Um Moana what about you
3: yeah for me communication is like the number one because everything else trust all of that stuff is built off of communication and if you can't do that effectively then it's really hard to grow together um and you know it takes some time right like not everybody's gonna blah I'm going to tell you my whole life um it takes you know there's steps to this right um and it's slowly building trust yes um and continuing to develop that trust is important because it takes so long to build it up but just like this you know you can break mm-hmm. it but i think yes. as long as you know both parties as you mentioned like are operating with respect and really wanting to hear each other's point of view and respect it, whether or not you agree or disagree, I think that's key to anything.
2: Yeah. Definitely, definitely. So uh, Shay, you know, um, of course, I always like to do my Google search for whatever topic we have (laughs) to come out with little bullet points and stuff. Um, And one of the things they mentioned about it was the elements of a healthy relationship or signs of a healthy relationship. Um, what, What could be some of those as far as on a mental health or a therapist aspect of a healthy relationship? Oh, she, I think the Wi-Fi got her. froze. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> so yeah. while we wait for the connection to come back on that, um, uh, and of course, I also saw on there, it was just uh, <laughs> JD said, slow down, Shay, I'm trying to take notes. <laughs> uh, That's too funny.
3: But um, Yeah, but I think, yeah, like, um, I think today, like, something happened at work. It was one of my coworkers, and she was having issues with our boss. And it was essentially um, a situation that, you know, she had brought to his attention, and he had dropped the ball somewhere. Oh. Um, But he's not taking accountability for his mistake, um, and he's trying to pass the buck to somebody else, whoever else, not that person, to kind of take accountability. And, like, they, for the most part, they have a good relationship. But, you know, when things happen like that, and it negatively impacts, you know, um, the the person that I mentioned, um, it's unfortunate because um, it's a breakdown in the relationship. It's unfair to her. It changes the dynamic. Can you fix it? Yes. But, like, if the other person's not willing to be upfront and just be like, own it, you know, like, yep, yes. that was my bad. I dropped the ball. Let me see what I can do to correct it. Um, it's really hard to continue to move forward in that relationship in the same way. And it's just natural for that to change. Um, so, but I, you know, it could be romantic friendship, working relationship, like all of it to me, it's, it's just, um engagement between two people right like whatever the relationship is and just kind of the characteristics of essentially being a stand-up person um Mm
0: -hmm.
3: you know I I feel like we we as humans we don't expect people to be perfect but we do expect you to own your stuff it's just a respect thing um Mm -hmm. and when people don't feel respected then it's really hard to build relationships with that yes Um, And you end up pushing people away, whether you intend to or not. It's just people can, you know,
2: smell that. Um, Exactly. Yeah. And I looked up and, of course, um, uh, uh, one, uh, of course, it was online saying, what does a healthy relationship look like? Uh, One of the things I saw here was healthy relationships involve honesty, trust, respect, and open communications between Um, uh, both people and they take effort and compromise from both Mm -hmm. people there's no imbalance of power partners uh, respect each other's independence can make their own decisions without the fear of retribution or retaliation and share decisions and I think that's important across whether it's a working relationship friendship any of that because a lot of times that fear of uh retribution and retaliation a lot of times steers a relationship so differently because they don't want to speak up because the way this person responds to it and things like that so it gives that different level of okay uh can I really have an honest conversation with them, or do they just want to hear the good? Right. Because there's some people that only want to hear the good, and if you mention anything bad, it's just like you might as well call World War Three. Yeah, right. <laughs> <That's> so true. Hello, <laughs> Shay.
1: Am I better <laughs> now?
2: Yes, you are better. You have a little lag, but uh, not as much as it was before. You you do a little freezing ever so often, but then you start moving again.
1: Okay, I'll take it. I okay. can, and I can hear both of you, so that's helpful. Exactly. Woo.
2: So I was mentioning Moana, I had looked up online, and um, there's an article that said healthy relationships. Um it, involve honesty trust respect and open communication between both people they take effort and compromise uh, from both people. Uh, there's no imbalance of power um, there's respect of each other's independence and can make their own decisions without the fear of retribution or retaliation and shares decisions and we were I was just mentioning that sometimes that um, fear of retribution and retaliation, Really affects the honest communication aspect of that balance. Um, <laughs> JD says <laughs> you went next door and told your neighbors to get off the Xbox in the next hour. <laughs> they own your Wi-Fi. <laughs> stealing your Wi-Fi.
3: It's <laughs> uh, too funny.
1: Listen, um, this internet. I think it's really important to be able to recognize when it comes to communication, we all have a style,
0: Mm -hmm. you
1: know? And some people require that moment of silence before they speak. And sometimes that moment is a little bit longer than some of us can handle, especially if it's a deeper, like a deeper situation where we're in the middle of I'm, I'm two seconds away from ripping your eyeballs out, out your head if you don't say something and then they don't say anything. Um, <laughs> it's very, very difficult to manage an person honest- Communication that um, mm-hmm. don't match. So it's when you are building or establishing your relationship, it's going to be the most important thing for you um, way at the top of the show, before I, I, I cut out, <laughs> where Moana was explaining you know communication is the basis of everything if you yeah. can't communicate on the same wavelength you don't know that, that this is someone who requires that long pause requires the ability to walk away first so that they can collect themselves and then come back or whatever the communication style is um, um a big key as to whether or not you can, um, relationships are of course with our families right right um what that's going to be your the, the foundation of how you learn to function in relationships
0: hmm.
1: how you communicate let's say with how you communicate with your siblings how communicate with you a welcoming to your input or Are you better seen and not heard? Like all of these little things train us for how it is that we're going to um, communicate in our friendships, communicate in our romantic relationships, communicate communicate in our partnerships, communicate in business. And if we can't find ourselves, especially if, you know, in our foundation relationships, if we didn't have that healthy um, foundation, being able to find ourselves later to be able to create health in our relationships is going to be that much more difficult.
2: Mm -hmm. And I I like the fact you touched base on that because a lot of people don't realize how much your growing up affects how you develop your relationships. Um, if you're, like you said, in a household where um, children are seen but not heard, then you, you kind of have that same aspect as when you're in dating relationships, at work, um, you have more of a submissive kind of um, appearance because of that and things, but you get frustrated because <laughs> you can't get what you want to say out, um, and people don't really hear you out, so, um, you know, that those aspects, and a lot of times, you know, a lot of people don't realize, sometimes we don't come from the most healthy relationships growing up, and uh, the most healthy environments of what we're exposed to, uh, which kind of has that, like I said, that generational curse of the same behaviors, repeating itself in, in the different generations. But, um, I, I like that how, so if somebody, especially, you know, you have that foundation from your family and your loved ones of, of how to interact with people, how can one work on their, your own self so you can get past that seen but not heard or, um, a, Helping people to understand, hey, I need a few minutes before I can respond. I'm not going to instantly respond. I have to think things out before I speak.
3: Like I have something, but but, yeah. Yeah. Remember
1: the entirety of the quote. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, but a piece of the quote that I always say um, to thine own self be true. no self. And then there's something else that comes after that. Um, a lot of people don't even know that they are that person who needs that pause. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't even know that they think of them still, they, they think of themselves still as better seen and not heard so you have to start becoming more Mm self-aware to what you need because it's going to be not impossible but very difficult for you to function in your relationships if you can't get you because then if you can't get you you're going to have that much more of a difficult time getting someone else and then you're not going to be able to explain yourself. Hey, I need that. I, I just, I'm pausing right here because I need to think this through first. You're not even going to have that ability because you don't even recognize that that's what you need. Or maybe everybody in your foundational relationships did exactly that. And so you think that that's just normal. Where you end up later and your best friend is just like, I can't talk to you because it takes too long for you to get your thoughts out your head. (laughs) You end up having these kinds of dynamic issues based on what you think or what you've learned as normal. So it's first.
3: I think you can also have the the opposite. I was going to say, I think you can also have the opposite dynamic where, like, um, I can't talk to you because you don't let me get a damn word in. <laughs> like, some people like that. For me, that's that's been kind of, like, my challenge is a little bit of, like, I have thoughts and I don't want to forget them. So I feel like I need to get them out. But then when you're in conversations with the person who doesn't let you get words in, that can be frustrating too. So like one of the tips that um, I've kind of been adapting it even more now for my own self-awareness is that as somebody is talking, if I have thoughts that I don't want to forget, but I know I'm not going to have a chance to jump in, I write them down like, you know, in front of me in my notes so that like my thought is still there. And when they're done, I can bring it back up. Right. And Mm -hmm. then for me, like, I feel like my voice gets heard. Because the other part for for me is that like I tend to be more of a listener. I have no problems with the listening part of it, some a lot of people do um but then that the flip side of that sword is that sometimes I don't get my voice in, and I'm trying to be better about like doing a little bit of both and being more balanced um in that way.
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think that's that, like you said, that conversational piece, um, because I know um, there's an assessment called DISC um, that you learn about your different um, parts of yourself as far as your, you know, I tell people, one test don't cover everything about yourself. I've learned from my, my current job you have to, there's multiple ones to kind of give you each of their pieces. You got Strength Finder, your strengths, you have DISC, you got Myers-Briggs, you got Color Wheel. And if you add all of those up together, and DISC, I love the fact that they have a portion and Color Wheel does too. If you decide to partake in it, they have a section about communication styles. And it's very fascinating how people misconceive your your styles. Because I had it like we had our color wheel done uh, when I first started at work. And one of the things they had us to do is everybody had a piece of paper on the back of the chair. And everybody had to mark the side of the color wheel that they thought that person was. And so everybody had me marked as far as green. That's someone that is very sociable, all this other stuff. And, my, you know, of course, when they got to me, the uh, instructor was like, no, Dana's a blue. She needs order. She needs details. You need to come with all. She's going to ask you a million questions if you're not giving her what she wants. And then she's not going to handle what you're going to do until you give her what she needs. And everybody's just like, oh, that explains it." Like, yeah, she would say, of course, explains It's like Dana, she appears a green because of her job. Of her, how she has to be, so that she's like everybody pulls out a color that is not 100% natural to them. It's like green is a more dominant color for me, but I bring it out because I, because I'm by job, you know, because I have to interact with so many different people. So I have, I can't be giving everybody the, you know, you know the R, you know the RBF face, you know, all day because i I'll be called into HR cuz they're like Dana what's what's really going on but it's one of those that a lot of times somebody how they operate at work is misconceived of their communication style or how they truly are because you have to bring a different part of yourself into that job versus how you are outside of work uh and all so um that communication aspect is so key you know in especially in that world to kind of help people understand hey I need the details like I even had a creative at work I have a uh a form when people ask like hey I need this kind of meeting or this kind of event I need your help with I send it to them like <laughs> fill that all out hit that send button at the end it's gonna send it right to me and I have everything I need Is this in person? Is it hybrid? How many people are coming into the office? You know, who all we need to invite from my side, from your side, all of this. I need all those details because that's what I need. So I have to give you a tool to help you give me what I need to be able to help work with you efficiently. And I think that's something that a lot of people have to realize you have to, not everybody's going to know how to communicate and work with you. Um, for a healthy relationship, but sometimes you have to bring a tool or something to the table to help them know. Okay, this will help me provide Dana or Moana or Shay what they need to do their job or to for us to have a proper conversation. I think Shay's frozen again. <laughs> I, I know it's storm. It is a. I do know it's like a rainstorm coming through the Georgia area. So she, she may be caught in the bad portion of it because I know it's coming up my way, but it hasn't hit here yet. <laughs>
3: yeah, it's ironic that we're we're trying to talk about communications and we're having communication.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we're having the we're having the technical communication issues, which is outside of our hands. <laughs> yeah. Not but,
1: sure. Um, kind of keeping this
2: going. I I saw also, uh, like I said, as I was going looking online, uh, there was this wheel about healthy relationships, covering those aspects of like it um, said here: trust, um, accepting each other's word, giving the benefit of the doubt, accountability, it, admitting mistakes for when uh, you are wrong. Uh, accepting responsibility for behaviors attitudes and values like that part is like a key one that accountability aspect because so many people forget about because it's it's like that one saying your feelings are valid but how you respond to your feelings you're accountable for Mm -hmm. and whatever however you respond to that you have to take the consequences for your actions yes and then they have safety, uh, refusing to um, be intimate or manipulated, uh, respecting physical space, uh, expressing self nonviolently, and uh, establishing your um, uh, your, ba- your personal boundaries too. Uh, then they have honesty, of course, communicating openly and fully, uh, support. Supporting each other's choices, being understanding, offering inc- encouragement, listening non-judgmentally, and valuing opinions. And then, of course, the last one they have here is cooperation. Asking, not uh, asking to not ex- uh, not expecting, uh, accepting change, making decisions together. Willing to compromise and win win resolutions to conflicts, and I think a lot of those, I, I, you know, (laughs) as we were talking, yes, (laughs) all of that, the last part, I think it's always the missing key. A lot of people forget about because we know so many people that don't want to admit their wrongs. Mm -hmm. Um, we've had people say, This is who I am. You take it as is. And it's just like, but bro, you're wrong. Sis, you're wrong. (laughs) And then you have, of course, those, you know, you will, you know, like it says here, respect each other's, uh, you know, responsibilities for your behavior, attitudes, and values. Because, you know, we all have our, you know, those bad days. We have attitude. We may snap at somebody uh somebody working your nerves because you're already under stress but we have to acknowledge that later on when you realize (laughs) okay i did snap at them whether they're your child your co-worker your spouse hey i want to apologize i was having a rough day i want to you know apologize for how i came off i you know can we talk about it you know i want to make sure you're okay with everything but a lot of times that portion is left out like I you know we constantly see which I think affects that relationship aspect is come back the next day and act like nothing supposed to act like nothing happened even though you're still like have that bullet wounds <laughs> from that that previous uh encounter and then it's like I'm I'm still bleeding over this but you want me to act like I'm okay with this okay and I think that's a yeah. a huge piece <laughs> Uh, For me,
1: (laughs) Um, I think no, and this is one that's not just about thinking and feeling. This one, I know. I know that all of that is a huge part of why relationships break down. Mm. Like I can't even say I think. No, I know that those are the, the elements of relationships where the biggest breakdowns happen. It's like, well, we just had a conversation yesterday um, and I think it went great, but they're literally still, well, not literally, but they're figuratively still bleeding because of that mm-hmm. interaction. Because either they didn't feel heard or something was said that really hurt or mm-hmm. um it's blaringly obvious that that person was not actually listening, that all they were doing was sitting there and waiting for their turn to speak. Um, mm. And if you've if you ever had an argument, yes, yes, I'm talking about you. <laughs> because when we <laughs> are arguing and things get heated, uh, more often than not, listening, and then you're just waiting for that person to shut up so you get to talk. Um, and it's so important to recognize when you're doing that. Because it'll be, it, it could be three days later, and all of a sudden you rehear the conversation, just like, Oh, oh crap, I, yeah, I messed up mm-hmm. a whole three days later, and then your pride's in the way, right? Now yeah. your pride is in the way, and it's just like, Well, I don't want to admit it's been three days later, and this is still on my mind, or this just occurred to me, now I'm gonna look stupid. This is what this is why, as they used to say, this is why we can't have nice things. (laughs) So, you know, all of that, and and definitely when it comes to accountability, being able to admit when you're wrong. Yeah. Or, people have gotten really comfortable saying, "Okay, let's just agree to disagree." Mm -hmm. When you say, "Let's agree to disagree." What you're saying is, I don't really care what you say, think, or feel in this moment because as far as I'm concerned, you're wrong. And you're just going to keep your wrong opinion and I'm going to keep my right opinion. Mm. Especially if you're the first person to say, let's agree to disagree. You have summarily shut down the communications. This is where talking stops. This is where listening stops. This is where communication ends. That's what agreeing to disagree Actually means. What you can say and hopefully mean instead of something like that is I don't agree. However, I hear you and I appreciate that you were willing to help me understand your view. Yes. There's a huge difference in. When trying to communicate with each other, appreciating someone else's point of view versus simply agreeing to disagree. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that I want you to lie in this communication if you don't appreciate that person's point of view. But if you do, make sure you act that part. It's really important. Mm. Because otherwise the person doesn't actually know they've been hurt. Yes.
2: Definitely, definitely. Accountable
1: for whatever
2: Exactly. And like you said, it's that pride accountability aspect. A lot of people don't have a hard time swallowing, like you said, that pride aspect. It's just like or the aspect of, you know, we can change, or the part that says, hey, part of it is compromise. And some people are so steadfast, like, I'm right. Well, I'm right, too. You know, that's it. (laughs) And it's just one of those. Is being right more important than your
1: relationship?
3: That's the key question right there like how 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 far up this hill do you want to die on? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is it that serious? Yes
1: you can yeah, because you can go to the top of the hill and mm-hmm. you go, you can die up there all by yourself
2: yeah
1: or <laughs> right. or you can be on the middle of the hill and still have your friend with you, still yes. have your partner with you, still have your coworker with you, still have your mom with you cousin, uncle, brother, whatever. Mm-hmm. Where, where do you want to land at the end of the day? Mm-hmm. And if being right is more important than all of that, then here's my card. <laughs> 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 we have a whole different kind of conversation to have. Right. Now, uh, for the
2: aspect of like, sometimes uh, we constantly have heard as far as the you know aspect of generational aspects in a family, the disconnect between parents and sh- children, uh, children constantly feeling like they're not allowed to be they're not allowed to be heard. Even as an adult, they're trying to help their and let their parents know. I, I want you to hear me out. Um, how can you know people in the audience figure out how to navigate? that relationship because a lot of parents have that you know even as your adult i'm the parent (laughs) this is it and it's like no mom and dad what you're saying is so wrong you just don't know you're very wrong please listen
1: (laughs) from the parental side Get comfortable with the idea that you are giving this small person an opportunity to learn how to be a big person mm. by listening. Yes. Our jobs as grownups, when it comes to little people or, or medium people or adults, lessons, whatever you want to call your child, your kid, okay, the product of you, whoever you may be, um, or just a young person with whom you are having conversation at this moment, um, that, the purpose of that conversation is so that you can give them an opportunity to learn how to be a big person, how to be a grown up. If the message you want to give is nothing you say is valid until you're a grown up, then by all means, please continue on that track. On the other hand, if you want them to be able to have healthy relationships, then listening. And when it comes to talking to younger people, it's so easy to to dismiss and to discard and to downplay, and you know, all of those, be condescending, all, all that stuff that that grownups okay. tend to do. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, no, <laughs> you know, all of those things. Um, it's so easy to do all of that. I understand what it is to have a long and hard day. This person in front of you has no idea what it is to have a long and hard day, at least not the kind that you as a grown-up is having. In that moment, when they are trying to explain for the billionth time whatever thing it is that they're explaining to you, because that's what young people tend to do, is try in many different ways to explain the same thing that... You either already lived, experienced, or something to that extent, and you're just like, been there, bought the t shirt, burnt it, and ended up having to wear it anyway. Yeah. Um, your job is just to listen. Mm-hmm. That's it. And then when you are given the opportunity to impart your wisdom, do so with patience and grace. do so with the kind of level-headed appreciation for their youth that you would have wanted when you were in their position. Remember that kids especially have no control in life. They have no say. Especially if they're your kid, you're the one who has all the control in this. You're the one who gets to say, hey, we're moving. Deal with it. Um, you're the one who gets to say today we're going to eat this or today we're going here or no you can't have this all of that, those are all your decisions if the one which is free is to sit there and listen at the very least you can do that because it's not like there are any consequences that you are going to suffer otherwise.
2: Mm-hmm. Just Definitely. listen. Exactly. Listening is a very powerful tool, whether people will listen or not. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So as far as a different aspect of how, especially if you have one of those that's just like, you know what? I'm done. I'm burning this bridge. I don't want nothing i don't want to deal with you kind of aspect but you are kind of like okay i trying to give you some time to cool off i want to reach out that you know little peace branch then um give a little olive branch and everything to try to fix work on that relationship to to mend that relationship what advice can you give those in the audience of like hey you know my you know me and my parents we haven't talked in years or me and my friend you know we haven't talked or different aspects like that what advice can you give someone someone's just like the other party is just like you know what kind of aspect
1: relationships require saving. Some relationships simply require time. Mm. So there's some relationships, let's say, for example, like your relationship with your parents or your kids or your long-term best friend who you just think maybe you grew apart for a minute um, those relationships some of them don't need to be quote unquote saved they don't necessarily have to have that big long deep conversation where everybody apologizes and there's a tearful reunion and and you know you ugly cry and and, and then you go out to you know Hunter or something like <laughs> not every relationship requires that some mm-hmm. relationships just require acknowledgement you know it's been 50, years since we last spoke. I don't really remember. Wait, let me rewind that moment. Even if you think you remember, you really don't. I'm going to rewind that moment again. Even if you think you remember, you really don't. The way the human brain, and more specifically, the memory actually works, is you're remembering it based on your emotion, not even at the time when the thing happened, you're actually remembering it based on the emotions that you are having about it right now.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So whatever you think you remember about what happened 50, 11 years ago or five minutes ago, if you are not literally in that moment, which by the way, you can't possibly literally be in that moment again, once the moment is gone, it's over you don't actually really remember that moment. And even more important than that, you will never remember their side because they were an entirely different thing from you, Mm -hmm. whoever it is. So if it's been 50 million years, you're going to need to admit that you do not really remember what, the situation was, and if this is a relationship that you want to resume, Mm -hmm. then you admit, I don't really remember what it was, but I do know that this relationship is more important to me than whatever it was that stopped us from talking 57 million years ago. You don't have to have the whole conversation necessarily because neither one of you remembers really what it was Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you remember that your feelings were hurt or their feelings were hurt or maybe there was this understanding but time has passed and you'd like to see if the people that you are today can get along in a way that's even better or at least very different from how you got along back then
2: Whatever it was, let that go. And like you said, the let go. Sometimes it's for people it's hard at let go. Like they said, what as the saying is, like, you know, you'll cut off your fingers or something by holding on so tight to something that, you know, you'll give up your hand over holding on to something that is way past that you know that person probably not even thinking about it anymore but you, you're keeping it alive
1: all by yourself like mm-hmm. drinking poison and expecting the other person to die Ooh, we're morbid today <laughs>
2: <laughs> but like i said sometimes you just gotta you gotta hit it with the with the truth serum right there because A lot of people, they, you know, they have the one aspect of what a coulda, shoulda and kind of keep those aspects of, well, you know, this, I like the fact that you said we see it in because of that moment we're currently in versus like, um, it ties into that saying of like, there's three aspects to a situation, yours, theirs and the truth.
1: Yep. And once time has passed, all three of those things will change. Mm. What's the real truth? If you can remember your last argument, or what you think you remember of your last argument, where you are right now will tell you that the argument you had when you were thirteen with your friend that who was also thirteen probably didn't actually mean anything. Yeah, it probably wasn't that big a deal, short of murder and trillions of dollars. Right. Unless the argument that you had is literal death. It probably didn't mean. So that was, you know, you 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 hurt my feelings because that's that's the basis of it. Someone's feelings got hurt. Mm -hmm. If you're still hurting now, the question you should be asking is person who hurt my feelings, who for whatever reason, I still value their friendship, their whatever. Um, is this relationship in, in, to you for you to be able to move forward with some semblance of a promise, so to speak? to not like that again. And notice I say mm-hmm. like that because human okay. beings are hardwired for fuckery. Okay? <laughs> you can quote me on that. That's what human beings do. We, we mess stuff up. Okay? We're hardwired for fuckery. We are hardwired to make mistakes. We are fallible. Yes. Perfect. That is what we do. Okay? So the promise would be to hopefully not hurt the feelings again like that Mm -hmm. and agreeing that when feelings get hurt again in the future, that a real conversation can happen that didn't happen 50, 11 years ago.
2: Yes. Definitely. Definitely. Mm. Well, of course, hopefully everybody you're taking some nuggets I know we had some, you know, technical difficulty with the connectivity, with the weather going on, but you still got some nuggets. We had, you know, of course, as we always say, for whenever we have these conversations for rain talks, we're only talking, getting the conversation started. If this is resonating with you and you feel that there's some unresolved things, one, reach out to Shay, send an appointment talk. If Shay finds you need somebody a little bit deeper, she will refer you to somebody a little bit deeper that may be like, okay, this is outside of my range. We're going to take you to the second level. Like how when you call customer service, first level can help you. We're going to elevate you to level two. We're going to elevate you to level three. We're going to elevate you to the management because one of us is going to be try to help you but we gotta start with the baby steps start talking to somebody because a lot of times you have this unrela um you know, un- um, don't unresolved, unresolved behaviors hurt all this stuff from growing up your foundation family friends and you're still holding on like shake the example somebody you had a fight with at you were 13 and now you are 50 years old and you're still holding on to it. It's dear life! Let's talk, to, let's talk to somebody. <laughs> or as Shay would say, uh, if the day ends with why, you need therapy.
1: It's a good day for therapy.
2: Mm-hmm. So, reach out. A lot of times your company, they will have uh, options that you can get therapy through them virtual or in person just take the steps to do that because a lot of times do you resolve those things that you've been holding on to you're going to continue hurting others and you're not going to understand why like you know you hear people say i just can't keep friends they just can't you know they just don't accept me maybe it's not the friends it may be something with you that you have to look into and talk to somebody. So uh,
1: Moana, do you before, have any last words or anything? But Before we 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 do last words on that, because that was a very important point. Um, when we're talking about healthy relationships, therapy, a great place to start learning how to build healthy relationships and healthy communications is in support groups. Mm-hmm. There's a support group literally for everything out there. There's support groups that are meeting in person. There's support groups that meet online. There's support groups that are only on the phone. Having the opportunity to commune in a group of people who are also having similar situations is a great way to start mending some of those little hurts. So if you don't want to talk to just to me, please consider a support group.
3: Yeah, Yeah, I I definitely agree with that. And I think another important thing is like, it's a huge part of why we even started these podcasts is that when we don't talk about the things that might be bothering us, the challenges that we're facing, we're essentially like creating our own stress in our bodies. Um, And until we can vocalize those in a healthy manner, we're just essentially like hurting ourselves. Whether we realize it or not, there are just these things that happen and what we manifest um, is is not healthy. So um, realize that it's not an overnight process either. Celebrate the little steps, like even just, okay, I will set up an appointment or, you know, whatever it is. Um, I'm going to go talk to a friend who I've never... You know, I feel comfortable with this person, so I'm gonna take a first step and have some kind of conversation. Yeah. Celebrate the small wins, take the time for the self reflection, and then like see what your next steps are because it's a process. It's, an, it's a lifelong process that we all go through. Um, but just celebrate the you know the wins for you and yourself, um, and taking action on what you need. For your own individual situation.
2: Yep. Shay, any last words from you?
1: Well, we already said if the day ends and why. Um... <laughs> and fifty uh, percent,
2: and do yes, more.
1: Do your do your fifty percent, but it was recently brought to my attention that a lot of people don't know what their 50% really means Mm. because people are really hung up on, well, I got to do my hundred percent. I hear you. The 50% is your hundred percent. And that's how you choose to show up in the world, how your relationships is, or how you want your relationships is only half of the equation. The other half is the other person or the other people. You know, in this day and age, uh, we have to acknowledge that there's more than one kind of relationship out there. You know, the 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 all the different classifications, I'm not even going to try to go through all of them right now, but there's so many different kinds of relationships of the romantic variety out there and so many different kinds of situationships and all of these ships, um, no matter what kind, the only part of it that you are responsible for is your half. That's your part of it. What the other person brings or the other people bring to you is their responsibility. And then, like Dana said earlier, how you react to it is ultimately up to you. So please do your 50%, do more, require better of yourself, of those around you. Teach people how to treat you. Yes, and just you know, don't be an asshole your whole life.
2: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, with that, everyone, we thank you for our joining today's episode. If you're watching it on uh, the replay on YouTube or Twitch or on uh, on on Twitter or uh, on our Facebook page. Uh, Definitely take it in. Definitely like or subscribe, like Moana said, to the Agents of Geekdom, our new network that we're part of. Uh, Every day of the week, there's content from various podcasts, Um, other podcasters that have come together and made a network uh, that every day of the week, you have something that you can listen to, uh, take in and everything. And then definitely uh, tune back in, uh, in about 30 minutes. We'll have our next Panel, uh, which will be our uh, Moana Nui After Dark panel, talking about Marvel's new movie Ant Man and Wasp uh, uh, that just came out last week. Uh, so definitely, we're going to have our little panel talking about it. Um, all I have, I only have one word, and it's Kang, um, <laughs> <laughs> Kang, and Kang, and Kang. Um, uh, I can't wait until we get in this conversation. But uh, once again, everyone, thank you for tuning in. If there's a topic that you will love for Shay to talk about in upcoming months, definitely message us. Let us know, like, hey, we'd love to kind of talk about this convers uh, this particular topic. We can bring it to Shay, and that way we can see how we can talk about it and the next month or the month after or such uh for our upcoming episodes because we definitely want to cover topics that that are top of mind or that is affecting you right now so once again everyone thank you for tuning in uh we'll see you all at eight thirty for our ant Man and wasp um panel and you all have a great evening we'll talk to y'all later bye everyone bye everybody
0: So many stories left to tell Even if we have to ourselves Can't keep history on the shelf If they won't tell it, we will If this the land of the free, was a freedom then When they annexed Hawaii and called it land Without any type of payment and no signing off Called themselves the Republic in 1894 1.2 million acres overtaken from the native Hawaiians When they resisted the West, retaliated in violence and erasure The Hawaiian language is banned As part of colonialism's plan to expand Yeah. Stuck between a rock and a hard place Multiple bombings of bay As a part of their ongoing war with Asia Used it as a place for target practice No consent or compensation Colonizers call for annexation No work out for all the locals, school will never let you know. So many stories left to tell, even if we have to ourselves. Can't keep history on the shelf, if we won't tell, then we will. Too many stories left to tell, even if we have to ourselves. Can't keep history on the shelf, if we won't tell, then we will. We will. So if we put Hawaii in a perspective, where black and Asian history is interconnected. Considering the fight with the Pacific, of course, versus Asia, they was treated as a middleman for war But didn't let the Western colorism run its course Cause dark skin was a sign of dignity to call The land was taken in the name of capitalism When prior to it was an actual kingdom Clap back at the system Stuck between a rock and a hard place Multiple by means of Kohola V As a part of their ongoing war with Asia Used it as a place for target practice No consent or compensation Colonizers call for annexation work for all the locals. School will never let you know. So many stories left to tell. Even if we have to ourselves, can't keep history on the shelf if we won't tell, then we will. So many stories left to tell. Even if we have to ourselves, can't keep history on the shelf if we won't tell, then we will. So many stories left to tell. Even if we have to ourselves, can't keep history on the shelf. If he won't tell, then we will Too many stories left to tell Even if we have to ourselves Can't keep history on the shelf If he won't tell, then we will We will